0: Welcome, everybody, to episode 28 of Leading Ladies Corpus Christi. I'm sitting across from Jessica Matthews, who's with Lazy Beach Brewery. brewing, Brewing. Brewery. That's, that's really hard for me it. to say right now. Brewing. Yeah. And uh, giving back to the community in so many ways, I have a list of things here. We're talking about Agape Ranch. What's Whatever the local PBS is, we're going to talk about that. <laughs> you Walk for Alzheimer's Awareness. I mean, there's just so many things that you do, and so we're going to get into that. But first things first. Oh, yeah. Cheers. Cheers. Madam. To you. <laughs> to you. Yes.
1: Thank you, beautiful.
0: Mm-hmm. Thank you so much for being here. Oh, my goodness. Okay. Oh, that's good. Yes. So, <clears throat> interestingly, most of you will know Jessica through her work at Lazy Beach. She co owns it with her husband. They brew all sorts of amazing beer. They pretty much spearheaded the local brewery scene here in Corpus, um, kind of paved the way, which I think is really, really awesome. But I knew Jessica prior to all this mm-hmm. as an actress, and so you do all sorts of stuff here locally. Mm-hmm. And, and so what you were doing was working on a horror movie for yeah. a contest yes. with Chris and mm-hmm. You still do that.
1: Yes. Okay,
0: tell me about it, because you
1: have a premiere coming up this weekend. Yes, we've got a big premiere coming up in Austin. So I met, um, I guess just to start it off, I'm, I met Chris and Brees, uh, oh my gosh! Back in two thousand five, I think, is when <laughs> I auditioned. <laughs> yeah, two thousand five was when I um, had originally auditioned for um, One Dark Night, and and that um, was a movie of his. Yeah, that was okay. one of his movies. It was one of his first um, semi-full-length, not full-length movies. It okay. was just we were just—he was just trying to go past the the short film. Right. Aspect, try to get to about 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. And that was the one I got to do with him. The person who was the lead had to back out for some sort of reason. So I jumped in and took over as Tessa. And um, yeah, rest has been history. I've done, I think, a grand total of eight films, eight. Wow! Eight films with Chris. A couple competition pieces. We've done twenty-four hour or no forty-eight hour, seventy-two hour film festivals. We don't touch that seven-day film festival. I don't know
0: why. That's interesting. I know, but yeah, he's never been involved with it.
1: No, yeah. no need. Uh, I think he was in the past, mm-hmm. a long, 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 long time ago, many moons ago. He did something, but otherwise, um, no, it hasn't done anything since. But I did this movie with him recently, "The Muerte Tells of Poor," mm-hmm. and I was part of the segment, "The Date." Uh, no spoilers. I kill everyone. No <laughs> yes. Uh, oh no. Girl woman. power. Total girl power. Yeah, no, I'm like a 700-plus-year-old vampire who gets to have a lot of fun. I've seen the,
0: the makeup, because he because uh, I follow him on Instagram, and he'll do like still shots, and oh, you yes. look so freaking cool. I don't
1: even look like me. Yeah, but it's so awesome. If you weren't tagged in
0: it, I wouldn't have known. Exactly. Yeah, That's
1: what's so crazy about it. You know, I chopped off all my hair, and we dyed it blonde, and then... I uh, I got to play this this badass vampire and kill people and blood and guns and kicking butt and all sorts of fun stuff. I don't know. It was, it was a lot of fun and now it's um, we're on our third premiere uh, and our final premiere for this movie for this movie. Okay. Yes, um, it's the first one was here in Corpus Christi. We did a little um, well after the original screening for the um, Del Mar what oh, was it Del Mar oh my goodness I can't remember what what film festival it was it was one of our um, one of our local film festivals there was a lot of other people who submitted and Christopher got the best director mm-hmm. uh, and that's a huge honor I was I was just so proud of him because he's really put forth so much blood sweat and fears <laughs> yeah <laughs> he actually made a documentary actually named blood sweat and fears that is super and, cute yeah so we're we're uh, that was the first, that was the very first time we showed it, and then we showed it again in, Corp- uh, in Corpus at Alamo, and a lot of the cast there. That was pretty there. recent, yeah? That was t- 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 February? Okay, yeah. January? January. That okay. was in January, and then uh, here two months ago, I want to say, three months ago, we were in San Antonio. We did a premiere there, and now we're going to Austin to the Galaxy 10 mm-hmm. Theater, mm-hmm. I believe is what it's called, and it's going to be uh, the final big theater premiere. Uh, up there and it's gonna be huge we got a giant after party that's gonna happen that is so awesome I know and I think my mom and dad are finally gonna come okay good yeah
0: so what do they think about this because um you because you do things here locally like you were telling me about the what do you call it like the it's almost like a radio show kind of thing that you do. Yeah, so the audio drama. That The audio drama. So, this is obviously something that you like to do. It's like a, like a passion or like a oh. hobby kind of thing. Oh,
1: man. Theater's been in my blood since I was little. You can ask my mom. Yeah, I want to know about this. I was a little actress. Constantly. Whether I was I was putting on, you know, we would play pretend, and I would be the one that would be most into the role, and I'd make sure everybody had their own little role, and it was just this, it was just a game. As I grew up, I, um, middle school is when I really got bit by the acting bug, Miss mm-hmm. Winters. Um, and you and, went to school
0: you're not yeah, here in Texas, right? Oh,
1: yes, in Texas. Okay. I, I originally, I was born in Montana, and then moved to Seattle, and spent the good, a good portion of the 90s up in Seattle. Uh, 80s and late 80s and 90s. I moved in 94, uh, the month that Kurt Cobain killed himself. Oh my god, sadly, yes, yeah. that is sad. And um, made it down to Houston, Texas, where my dad started working for the International Space Station.
0: Wow, yeah, he's, yeah that's pretty freaking he's cool.
1: He's a rocket scientist, it's kind of. It's intense talking to my dad sometimes. I'm sure. Like I love him to death and there's times when I really try so hard to understand what he says and I'm and I know he sees these looks and then he explains <laughs> it in a way that I can actually understand it too, which is just That says a lot about him. Exactly. And I yeah. just I wish he'd become a professor because he does have just so much so much information, so much knowledge, and he's just so amazing. And, and uh, yeah, I love my dad. Love you, Daddy. <laughs> Dr. Johnny Ilgild. Oh, that's but, so awesome. Um, but, yeah, because of his job, I got to Houston. And from there, that was uh, where I finished out schooling, uh, graduated from high school, and then came to Texas a and Corpus Christi, on a theater uh, scholarship, wow. actually. Wow. Yeah.
0: Okay. That's pretty major. So, like I said, I got bit
1: And back, yes. back in middle school. I played some horrid part in this... Uh, what was it called i can't oh my gosh (laughs) i played this uh, i was was like a sergeant sergeant or something it was just like uh, odd squad or something like that nice it was was a horrid horrid little one-act play and it was hilarious and i loved it and and it was just too much fun because then the next year i did more shows and then high school came and i did more shows and my favorite line and part ever uh was when i got to be in wild oats And I got to kiss Blake Cabina after saying, hurry, or no, quick, before my father finds us. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Oh, girl, you don't know. Like, I was just, I was, we were scanning, because it it was just, everyone was sitting around in a circle, and we were doing our read-through, which is the very first thing you do, as soon as the show is cast, everyone sits in a circle, and you just read through the play. Okay. Just so everybody finally can read it, because most of the time... No one, no one reads it right. until that day. Yet. And so you're literally
0: just reading it. You're yeah. not necessarily like giving it the oomph yet.
1: Oh yeah, nothing, okay. nothing behind it. But it was just, it was so funny because I was just cast as an extra, and Chris Pruitt, uh, the amazing Chris Pruitt, who actually really got me into technical theater. He was the director, and he was letting people just whoever raised their hand first would get the part. And so I'm just skimming. I'm, I was cheating. Wow. I was kind of skimming along. <laughs> yeah. A couple of pages hey, ahead, passion. Passion. and I saw one. I didn't read it. I just said, Oh, okay, all right. Yeah. We, we get closer, turn the page, turn the page. It got closer, and then all of a sudden, he said, Okay, and then my hand was yeah. up before he even said it. And he's like, Okay, and then I read the line and went, Oh. Oh, that was the line? Mommy and daddy are gonna be so happy. That's hilarious. <laughs> but then I found out it was kissing Blake Kubina. And he was the hottie boom of course back then and i was like okay i'm all right with it i know
0: right you're like yes all is forgiven, yeah. all is forgiven. <laughs>
1: yeah. i gotta kiss a cutie so it's all right sorry honey i love you so much Corey. yeah
0: <laughs> this yeah. is in, the past. That this was is in way, the past this is way this is way before that was in
1: the past Mm-hmm. Okay,
0: Okay. so then your family must have known that this oh. was a route you were going to take. I mean, if you got a scholarship... Yeah.
1: I'm mm-hmm. doing me
0: wrong. There's plenty of talented people who do whatever who don't necessarily yeah. get that kind of push, yeah. but, like, you got a straight-up scholarship.
1: Yeah, I did. And, I mean, it wasn't, like, a full ride or anything, but... in corpus still. And, yeah, exactly, you know, but it was still... Um, there was always that nagging thing behind me, behind my head, because I actually went into college as a double major. I was going to be a theater and a science major. I okay, was going Okay, is that from your dad? Oh yeah. Yeah. I it's not even from my dad. It was just me. I actually my senior year, I was taking two two or three science classes mm-hmm. because I I despised English and I took my senior year English over the summer with all the kids who actually failed the senior English and didn't get to graduate. <laughs> I was a junior taking it with them and I was the highest grade in the class. Yeah. But whatever, that's yeah. beside the point. It was just I I wanted to take science classes, so I took like aquatic science, AP environmental science, and then like physics or Something else like that. It was yeah. just, it was just over the top, a lot of science. Definitely. I,
0: it. I mean, how many theater majors do you see? I'm sure most just kind of take like your simplest science classes to knock that portion of the degree. Yeah, out. of
1: course. Yeah. Usually that's, that's what happens. And, you know, then all of a sudden I was like in, in the AP class, the, the EAPS class, the APS. Environmental science, whatever. <laughs> I, I'm trying to, yeah, A-P-E-S. Yeah, apes. I was yeah. right. We, um, it really started stirring a bug in, in me about wanting to do biochemical engineering. Mm-hmm. And um, just... That's such I, a huge... A huge yeah difference a big difference yeah I, I wanted and also my uncle was um, environmental science as well oh wow yeah and I was really interested in the idea of desalinizing water mm-hmm. because that's that's a big thing that everyone needs and they're always saying oh yeah there's no there's oh, this is the world and this gallon of water is all the salt water and this little tiny teaspoon of water is how much fresh water there is for the whole planet to consume yes and I I would see that and go then why aren't we taking that gallon of water and trying to convert it into the other thing but still keep the balance? Yeah. So in my mind, I was like, I'm going to find a way. And, of course, everything back then was very, very, very expensive. Yep. um, And then the acting bug really bit in college. And I was like, I can't do that. I don't want to be science. I am an actress. Yes. And, of course, Mommy and Daddy were... I mean, they supported it, yeah, of course, because I'm their daughter. They're not going to not support me, Mm -hmm. but in the long run, it was, well, okay, what are you going to do with this acting degree? You're not going to get a role on Broadway because you got an acting degree. Mm -hmm. You get it from experience. You get it from being good. Yeah. And, you know, I'm... I thought I was good, you know, I, I, I did, I did a lot of stuff. I, I helped out a lot with the theater, but I wasn't, I wasn't in a real theater at the time. Right. I, I got a lot of experience working with Phil Johnson there at Tamu CC, um, being, I worked in the shop there. So I got, I got on stage and behind the scenes practice. I did costuming with Terry Russell, or no, Ooh, uh, not Terry.
0: Still, that's cool. Yeah.
1: Well, I, I mean, I did, sh- I mean, Terry Lewis, excuse me. Terry Lewis, I did a show with him. It was a Dolly inspired. Salvador Dolly inspired. Ooh. So yeah, I really got to have fun with that and doing the costuming. And then, you know, I've done I did acting with Don Luna and and um and Russell, Kelly Russell. I mean, all those guys really helped me and inspire me to do more acting. But then when it came came down to the nuts and bolts of it, it was okay, maybe I can be a stunt double for mm-hmm. like Kira Knightley because mm-hmm. I kind of look like her. I am yeah. like, I could do that. I see that. And then I blew up my knee in 2005. Doing what? Snowboarding. <laughs> <laughs> Very first time. Oh, damn it. I was heaven. was at Heavenly, which is right there on the Nevada-California uh, border. Mm-hmm. And the bunny slopes is where they had us practicing, and it was ice. I had one foot in and the other foot not. The uh, I was regular footed, so my left foot was cockeyed and my other foot was supposed to be straight well yeah. it wasn't even strapped in and we were i was i did a heel side stop pretty good and then we were doing the toe side stop i caught an edge and the back of my board ended up on the back of my right heel and i came down really hard on my left knee and i really did a number to my knee damn That's horrifying, especially if you're not
0: at home. You know, I don't know, like getting hurt like that and being far away from home. Yeah, is terrifying. Exactly. And
1: and but it wasn't too bad because I just I kind of like I was like, oh, it really hurts. I can't extend my knee. I can't bend it all the way. I might have done something bad. (laughs) Got home. Got the MRI. Oh. This doctor says I need a complete ACL replacement, oh. torn meniscus, broken bone, blah, 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 got it fixed. Or didn't get it fixed, I actually just did physical therapy, and um, I was in the middle of a show where I was actually pushed down onto my hand onto my knees at one point. So I think that was actually a little bit more of the physical therapy that I needed, was actually... Making them, like... Yes. I, I could have probably done worse damage if I hadn't been so lucky. Interesting. You know, but yeah, that's I... It actually, uh, a second MRI about six months later, proved, just showed a little bit of fluid, so I did physical therapy, and I was fine. Nice. So I can tell you when the weather's going to change. Yeah. T- and when it's going to rain or something That's like a that. real thing. 30, 30% chance. Of- <laughs> <laughs> it's already raining. <laughs> it's, it's already raining. <laughs> yeah. But, no, yeah, so... But, uh, honestly, the, the main part about theater was... I wanted to teach and I thought about sharing it because that was where I fell in love was back in school, middle Mm -hmm. school, especially, but knowing middle schoolers and all the hormone rage that goes on, I was like, no, keep them away from me. So I was like, I want to be a high school, you know, one act play teacher and, and, and all that jazz and, uh, come to find out. No, I hate high schoolers. Wow.
0: Yeah. They seem like they'd be the most difficult. I think they know and they can be scathing yeah. in comments
1: well i mean i did i did fall in love with a group of them when i first started teaching and you know god love them they they really helped form me as a as a person and as a teacher but when it came back and down to it um my favorite job teaching of all time was with middle school
0: mm-hmm.
1: seventh and eighth grade yeah and everyone i tell people that and they look at me like i have five heads <laughs> because well you
0: don't hear that often mostly people no. like to teach the real young ones
1: or the the high schoolers, yes. yeah. You think because you can, you know, get more real with them or whatever. Mm-hmm. And, you know, in all honesty, I think the middle schoolers are more open to listening. They actually have an a mind, um, not well developed, but a, a developed enough mind that they can form their own opinions, mm-hmm. and they are um, still not. I don't want to say moldable because I can't. I couldn't tell them to do exactly what I wanted, right, but they're open to they're the suggestion. Open. Yeah. yeah. And high schoolers, they were set in their ways. If you weren't what they wanted, they didn't want anything to do mm-hmm. with it. And you had to have like all this huge backing of, oh, you've been doing it for so long, and and then we'll love you. What and... a bunch of prats! Well, I wasn't even. <laughs> yeah, they were. I hated them. But um, but but it it was just one of those things where you know I've I had some I had some troubled kids and I had some not troubled kids and I enjoyed every single moment with every single one of them and it and it breaks my heart that I'm still not teaching. But at the same time, it was it, it was a chapter in my life. It's now sadly over. Mm-hmm. So I just find other ways to continue and do the theater stuff with Chris. Or yes. At Harbor Playhouse. I think that's
0: amazing. Yeah, so what are you doing at Harbor Playhouse?
1: Um, currently, not much. Mm-hmm. Um, I did do a couple shows in the past back in 2013. I auditioned for uh, Les Mis mm-hmm. as a whim. I was like, I love, I love, love, love the show. I, I had worked on it many times when I was up in Austin for a little bit. And I, you know, I had always heard of, heard the show. I me, mean, Jean Valjean. How do yeah. you not know Jean Valjean. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I just was like, well, I'm, let me audition. Let's see what happens. And I went in and I sang and, um, they, you know, wait, what, what's your name again? I'm going to want to make, you know, like double making sure they knew me. And I was like, oh my gosh, they actually, they actually yeah. kind of like me, you know? Yeah. And then I got the call back and I thought, oh my gosh. That, uh, yeah, that's,
0: that, to me, that's huge. I mean, that's just the biggest it, period. And- oh,
1: it's nerve-wracking. Yes. It ugh. doesn't matter how many times you've done it. Every single time you are told, okay, your turn, you your gut sinks, butterflies ensue, and you then have to state your name and start singing or recite monologues or do whatever. And it doesn't matter. It's always nerve-wracking that first time. Yeah. And I just, I did it, and, and it was so much fun. And I I loved I loved doing that show. It was so much so much fun! I still talk with members of that cast. Like I've done, I've done other shows where we've, you know, kind of like, oh yeah, later, friend. Mm-hmm. But this one, like, uh, we could, we, I could probably get on Facebook and be like, hey guys, we need a Lamez reunion. Let's go do some karaoke, and most of them would show up. I love that. Yes, because it's
0: hard to make those kinds of connections. I mean, especially like with with a cast, with a, a group mm-hmm. that you're working with regularly. Yeah, like that's. That's, that's amazing. Exactly. Like, I, I love
1: yeah. that. Yeah. Well, that's, what's funny is I, um, the, the Agape Ranch, they, um, they contacted me because Sarah Contreras was, she was in Lames with me. That was okay. where I originally met her. Wow. And then I was a stage manager for her later on. So that's, that's how tightly knit we are. Yeah. I mean, when, when it came time when we did that, um, the masquerade performance for that, it was, um, how many people from that original cast? It was me, hers, Five, five of us. Four of us, five of us. Larry, Kevin, myself, Sarah, and um, Lisa. So yeah, there was five of us from Les Mis that have. I mean, they might have already known each other before, but I can't speak. I can't speak to right. that. But I mean, there was five of us from Les Mis in this what eleven person cast. Almost half of us were from Les Mis. Yeah, but it's 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 like you
0: establish something. Then in there that will never be forgotten kind of thing like oh. it'll always be like if if one of y'all's involved in some you know yeah. they bring up something it's kind of like oh hey well have you heard of so and so so and so so and so it's just like this cool little network that really you develop because y'all put your heart and soul
1: to it into exactly it by the sound of it oh that i wish you could have seen that show it was it was spectacular i mean just even being on stage we would sit in the wings and watch people perform. Because you'd get so lost in the moments. Because it was, it's already that just that good of a show. But then the cast, we had a spectacular Cast. I love
0: that. The years down the road, because you've done some really, really cool stuff, and you'll you'll treasure everything. But mm-hmm. it's cool when there's like those really, really defining special moments. Moments like I love that, and everybody's experienced something like that. You yeah. Know? And and so it's cool to hear you reminisce about it. Like yeah. I love hearing that about you. <laughs> and so, how did you go from teaching into what you're currently doing, which is running oh, a very brewery? successful
1: brewery? Beer in Corpus. Oh, okay, the, way, way back in the day, I totally introduced Corey to good beer. Okay. He thought the only beers out there were, you know, Bud Light, Miller Light, mm-hmm. stuff like that. Most people down here did. And that's, that's and true. And the Mexican beers. Yeah, Mr cervezas, you, yeah. know, you know, your Dos Equis, yeah. Corona, Corona yeah. Light, whatever. And, and yeah, it's... <laughs> no, I mean, that's just fact. <laughs> like, I'm born and raised in <laughs> number Corpus, one, that's it. Number one beer in Corpus Christi, Bud Light. Yeah, even now, right? In a bottle.
0: Specifically, oh yeah, probably. Yeah, (laughs) Um, that's my
1: assumption. Even then, you you that's that's the number one beer here. Yeah, no, I mean, hit up
0: any corner store. There's going to be a whole door, whatever you call it,
1: space dedicated
0: to that. Yes. (laughs) just everything else will just be like a shelf.
1: Yeah, you might have a little. Oh, here's your local section. Three beers. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. (laughs) But that's it's okay. You know, it's it's the flavor of the area. But yeah, I introduced him. I think it was a Sierra Nevada. Mm-hmm the pale ale or the torpedo one of those two but it was like wow this is I could I could drink this I actually this is different yeah and then from there is history he um we started buying every single beer under the sun and drinking them and finding different styles as many different styles we'd go to Houston we would go to San Antonio we go to Austin we would so go so this just out become like a, like a
0: a thing y'all did together like we're bonding over beers kind of thing like pseudo is
1: that... pseudo bonding over beers but it was more of just a, a, a fondness mm-hmm. of beer you know we just. I mean, vacations, we would go, uh, maybe skiing in Colorado and I mean, Colorado, okay, steamboat. Oh, did you know that there's a local brewery there? Oh, did you know there's five local breweries there? Well, let's go check out one. Yeah. You know, it would just became a, a, a mini pastime. And then all of a sudden it got really expensive and we thought, Oh, Boy, <laughs> and especially Corey, you know, I, I love him to death. He's he's a very uh, well-minded individual, and he's um, very money-wise too. And it mm-hmm. was all of a sudden, I'm spending way too much money on beer. Mm-hmm. How can I make this cheaper? Yeah. Can I make it? Yeah. And go figure. Started reading, which is his number one thing. He went and started reading. Found out, man, I can make my own beer. And he went off, got a kit, uh, made his first beer. Tasted like shit. <laughs> <laughs> Thought, okay, I'm gonna try again. Yeah, tasted no, like see, shit. He, he wasn't discouraged though. He wasn't by because failure, well, obviously he couldn't be because there is good beer out there. The end product at some point should be good at yeah. some point. So you you can't really be discouraged with the first batch being bad because mm. you know there are good beers out there. So there's got to be some way and. You know that's that's the beauty of him. He was a computer science guy, so he knows. Okay, there's an error. Yeah, I'm gonna go back through and process through my coding and find where that error was. So that's a very interesting application and funny story. Many, a lot of the time, a lot of the brewers that we have met, they're all like computer science or um, different things along like the science-y areas. Yeah, and they just went into beer.
0: Right. Well, because I mean, I'm sure they had a, just like you said, y'all had a fondness for it. They did too. Yeah. It's kind of like, hey, why don't I see what I can make of this kind exactly. of Exactly.
1: And all of a sudden, he finally started getting good. <laughs> and then it became a ritual of, okay, well, now what beer can I try? Yeah. And, and we started, um, we moved into our house in 2011, and it was just, it became this even bigger ritual of... Well, he did it the the apartment before, but then when we got into our house, we'd open up our garage, we'd put out the brew equipment, we had a pool table, we, um, I think somebody brought in a hookah at one point, we'd play games, and we'd brew a beer, drink old beers, play games, do whatever, and it just became a Tuesday night ritual. With,
0: like, the neighborhood.
1: Friends, neighbors—it didn't matter. We—I remember some one time these kids came over asking, "Hey, are you guys cooking again? Because are you guys are you guys big fishermen or something?" And we we're like, <laughs> "No, not really. Yeah, know, this is a little bit different. It's a little different." And um, but yeah, it was just because we were out there all the time. They assumed it was just yes. we would go fishing because and be that's again. what
0: you would see down here. And <laughs> like I said, maybe maybe it's just me, but I don't feel like you heard too much about people brewing their own beer and like turning it into a thing we well, knew people like here and there okay but it wasn't like
1: common interesting thought the uh, the sideline off that in the uh state of texas the encyclopedia the whole encyclopedia is banned because inside of it if you look up how to brew beer it actually gives you a detailed step by step really yes wow yeah so it's a, technically a banned book in libraries. <laughs> Because it teaches you how oh to brew my dear beer, Lord. but that's just the laws. Yes, I mean, there, yes. I think you can still choose to be hung in the state of Texas too. Yeah. But um, but there are a lot of interesting uh, aspects about alcohol and Texas yeah. laws. Oh yeah. And there's a lot of reform that as a as a brewer we're we're working toward. Mm-hmm. Um, like so what? There's well, uh, per capita we Ooh. are 36 as far as uh, number of breweries per capita. Wow. Yeah! Wow, we're number thirty-six out of fifty states. Yeah. Okay. That's insane. Thirty-six, and we're like, oh wait, that's right. The biggest state besides Alaska. Come on, mm-hmm. I love y'all, Alaska. Alaska's <laughs> awesome. I think I Montana love, is great too. I love y'all. <laughs> yeah, y'all. <laughs> you guys, you guys are great. But um, yeah, so Texas. There's, I mean, we're one of the bigger states. And we don't have as many breweries. That's I mean,
0: very interesting. Vermont
1: is number one and I think they have Really? Oh yeah. Vermont is number one. And then you've got um, wow. I think California and I would Col- expect California. Colorado, Colorado, Oregon and Oregon. Um, yeah. what's the other one? Uh, oh my goodness. There's like the top ten are, are states that you would expect. Mm. But mine is mean, Vermont. Yeah,
0: I wasn't expecting that. Well, I
1: mean, even even other places, it's just, but it's it's still this idea that prohibition laws are still mostly intact in mm-hmm. the state of Texas. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's because of our you know conservative background.
0: I'm sure that's a big part uh, of it.
1: Yeah, and or, or what? But it's 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 really upsetting because you know before we were a brew pub, we were not allowed to sell a person a beer inside of our establishment. Now we can sell them a beer, but you couldn't take it to go. Okay. So, So. Um, we became a brew pub, so we could then sell growlers to go, and mm-hmm. you could still enjoy a beer. But anybody who's still a brewery, they, they can sell you a beer, so you can come in and taste that beer. Oh, wow, that's really good. Can I buy a case of that? No, you have to go to that grocery store across the street to buy a case of yeah, it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Even though it's made right here. Yeah. And you, we should be able to sell it to you. Most Any other states can do that. Yeah. Texas can't. Okay, because you have to
0: be called a brew pub.
1: A brew pub, yes. And okay. you. And as a brew pub, you can only sell and serve uh, so much a year. Really? Yeah. It's an astronomical number. I think it's okay. like 5,000 barrels. Okay. And I think we, pro- what, two years ago, I think we were producing 150 barrels. Okay. Okay. And I think now, I think we're... About up to two fifty. Okay, cool. Right now. So
0: so you got a little ways to go.
1: Oh yeah, we got a wiggle
0: room. Okay, good. Yeah. No, because I'm like, oh my God, what do you do when you've like hit your quota or whatever and it's like August, like you what just do you start do? drinking. <laughs> <laughs> just start giving it out for free. No
1: You can't yeah. do that. Yeah. Oh good, <laughs> good see i don't know there's how the laws against that too. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, there's no oh, girl, we can I could I could read a book. I could write a book about how, how many different fun laws we went through just just working with the city and trying to get the brewery started alone. Was really exciting. Yes, um, going we'll to city hall. Because
0: I'm sure you didn't have really anyone to hit up, right? Like, Not even TABC, like, as like a mentor. At, Be like,
1: hey. Well, being, uh, I mean, uh, B and J's was here first mm-hmm. uh, as a, uh, a a brewery. Uh, they were very very small. They still are pretty small. Pizza. but Yeah, B and okay. J's. Uh, B and J's. B ampersand J's. Yes. B&J's, uh, B&J's. yes. B&J's. yes. Uh, they do pizza, and they now have a brew house out on the south side. Mm-hmm. They um, they were technically the first, followed by Railroad, who yes. did... Yes, see, I was, I was yes. familiar with Railroad. Yeah, Alex um, uh, Hinojosa, I want to say, uh, he started off over there with a the five-barrel system, which is the biggest system in Corpus, mm-hmm. uh, at, up until... Um, uh, another another point there actually was a brewery a long 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 time ago downtown actually where the cosmopolitan is now that mm-hmm. new um Hote- or condominium condos apartments yeah i think whatever they, condos. They, are. Yeah. They, they tore down that whole block and there was the very first brew pub there mm-hmm. and um our brewery i don't i can't i don't even know It wasn't open when i when i moved here yeah i remember walking by it Downtown one day when uh, me and Corey were feeling gutsy and <laughs> walking downtown, yeah. we uh, we walked across it and I thought, wait a second, that says, that says brew pub? And we look, you know, looking through the windows, like, is the equipment still in there? Can we buy it? Now? Yeah. Oh, because it was
0: already closed.
1: It was, it had been oh. closed. It was, I mean, the building was falling apart yeah. because everything had been closed for so long. So we were just wondering, I mean, if it was possible found out, oh no, that, that equipment's been gone since the nineties or probably 2000s, something like that. And, um, so, oh, okay, missed out on some shinies. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> I, I have more shinies than, than anything anymore now, but it's. all good it makes beer yeah so we um we opened uh well we we tried to start opening in 2013 i think was when we first put in our llc our uh all of our all of our jazz just to get us going yeah and um that was during the summer Corey still had a full-time job i was a teacher Mm -hmm. so i was on break yeah so the person Running to uh, City Hall, running to the um, the the office for getting permits, for getting applications, getting all the everything squared away. Oh, that's so awesome! That was me running yes. around getting all of our paperwork, talking to TABC constantly, um, and 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 doing all that stuff. And then when school started, I would um, go off campus during my lunch, yeah. and get some other things done too because I was I had a nice I had a nice long break that as soon as it if I didn't eat, or if I brought lunch to go, mm-hmm. I was able to go and get some stuff done. Of course. Then too.
0: Good job. I mean, and that just says a lot about how you were able to manage things, which to me seems like you'd be an excellent business owner. I mean, yeah. Obviously. Well,
1: trying to. Yeah. <laughs> trying to be at that point. We weren't. We weren't doing much of anything yet because the lo- the hardest part was the government shutdown that mm-hmm. happened in 2013.
0: Oh my god, I forgot about that. Yeah,
1: so our application just sat there mm-hmm. for um uh for for a hot moment. It got approved, and uh, and then the shutdown happened. So anything after that, we weren't able to do. But we we got our approval before that happened. Uh, at least, and, yeah, and, and that that was a that was that was really rough um, because the other breweries had to deal with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lorelei and Rebel Toad um, had to deal with that that government shutdown on different uh, and different things. Dang so it. yeah, it was it was a really rough a rough time for everybody. We yeah. all we all had our we all had our issues. I was trying to you know pave the ground because it was okay. Well, we're gonna do this. Oh wait, no, you can't do that because you have this license. Well, you said we could do it because of this license. It's, so it was yeah. It was really rough. I mean, it's that jargon, you know. And, well, like it's not even jargon. It's and... it's it's you know. I worked in Austin as a pseudo. Volunteer legal aid, okay. just helping read, um, reading through legal jargon. Yeah, and and of course my roommate at the time, she was also going in for her law degree, and so I would I would be helping her by reading things to her. So I started semi-understanding legal jargon, semi. Yeah, but I still even a little bit helps. Yeah, at that point because you know all the Texas laws are written in this legal jargon and jargon. I can announce it? It's okay, I
0: couldn't say brewery. Brewery. Earlier. That was hard. Brewering hard. Brewery.
1: ring ring. There we are.
0: But ooh, ice. Ooh, good ice. Good. You have good ice. Thank you. Our machine just started working. Oh Hallelujah. <laughs> yeah, That's fantastic.
1: Woohoo! <laughs> I feel so special now. Thank you. You're welcome. But um no, yeah, it was it was really exciting getting getting all of the the paperwork going and and knowing that I had um I was able to help a lot with that and then um it has to know, be just fulfilling
0: going. because it sounds like such a pain in the ass well it like, when
1: when you just have this stupid there's this poster that you have to get and it has to sit up in a window or you have to you have to own the property for x amount of days so we're paying rent or we're paying a lease on a property but we're not able to brew i think we had to pay it for two months at least. Oh, before was, you could do anything. Before you can do anything because what? Yeah, so we had to get this poster saying with our intent. Mm-hmm. And you have to wait sixty or ninety days. So ninety days. It was a ninety it's a ninety day thing. You have to have that up for ninety days. So if anybody <laughs> driving by sees it, they can contest it. Um, if this person decides, I drive to work every single day and I don't want to see a brewery here, they can do that. Go to the city and complain. And I don't know if that single one would right. close it down or if you have to have so many. But, like, not giving people tips. Oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Mm-hmm. Just kidding. No, no. But, but I didn't know this. But, yeah, or um, you have to be so far away from a church and you have mm-hmm. to be so far away from a school. Mm-hmm. Um, Y'all are really else? in a great location. Yeah. Well we managed to find a good spot because there weren't churches everywhere on this side of on, on the side of the town we're at. Yeah. Where we originally started, we were, I think, five, ten feet away from our our cutoff from a wow. church. Wow. Because there are a lot of churches here and it's every single denomination of church. It could yeah. be that teeny tiny church that only meets once a week. Mm-hmm. Not even, I, I mean, that, that can close, that can stop you yes. because they're too close. Yes. You know, so there's, there's a lot of stipulation or not stipulation, but there's a lot of rules and regulations that you have to follow. So, you know, we were going through trying to follow every single one and, um, yeah, it was, it was just, it was really exciting getting all of that stuff, getting all the ducks in a row yes, exactly. because yeah, it was, and then paying rent for however many months Three it months? was, I think we ended up paying for four or five, before we were able to brew our first beer, mm-hmm. Cause... which was what? Oh, it was February. We started in February. We sold our first beer in June. Wow. Yeah, because I remember the permit date it was two. It was like two seventeen, twenty, fourteen, and then on June sixth, twenty fourteen, we sold our first. I think we sold six kegs of blonde to mm-hmm. Cassidy's mm-hmm. downtown. I was made there for that. Huge party. Yep. It was so much fun. And my yeah. aunt and uncle, the badasses that they are, Laura and Bobby Golden out in Vegas, she, um, she has a company that puts uh, logos on stuff. She made us these awesome little bottle cap openers, keychain things. I remember.
0: Yes. Yeah. I don't know. where We still have one, I think, somewhere around here. Yeah.
1: So you take it off, and yeah. my uncle, my uncle, I love Bob. Oh my gosh. So Bob said, so you can drink, so you can open your beer in the dark yeah, as a light. So you can up. So you can light it up yes pop open your beer. Sadly, we don't put our beer in glass. <laughs> oh, <I didn't laughs>
0: but you know what? Who
1: cares? <laughs> if you need a beer, you need a beer. Exactly. <laughs> you that got is a light. so hilarious. Because so, you need a light for yeah. these types of no, things. No, definitely. You never
0: know. I mean, it just <laughs> yeah. makes it that much more useful. It's explore. important. Yes. Still no drop. Yes. So okay, <laughs> y'all started off with the blonde, mm-hmm. and then I saw that that went. I, it was at Cassidy's. It went yes. to Izzy's.
1: Izzy's actually was our Texas Bach. Okay, so the blonde wasn't didn't get. It probably there. was. I think I think they did serve our blonde there too, but uh, because Cassidy's was the first to serve any of our beer, mm-hmm. they did the blonde, and then after that, um, a, a few places picked us up. Izzy be, Izzy's being one of them. Um, oh, breaking my heart here, Jessica, come on. There were, there was a couple other places that were the first, uh, to pick us up. Padre Island Burger Company. Yeah, I remember that. Also picked us up pretty quick. And, um, another, another two or three that I'm just drawing blanks at right now. And, and it's, it's really sad to me because these, I mean, these people, uh, <laughs> believed in us. Yes. Without a, um, without anything. I yeah. mean, it was just, we brought in the beer, said, this is our product Will you serve it? Yeah, and they all jumped on it, and they believed in us, and I and I can't thank them all enough because that's the reason why we're still here. Mm-hmm. Is is um, these these companies, other local companies, helping support other local companies, yes. and I think that is what that's what makes the world go round. Yeah, you know, if we don't if we don't help each other out, if we don't support one another, even if we're in two different completely completely different worlds, there's no there's no cooperation there's nothing that you can do to better anything if you don't work together
0: no you're so right and i think also y'all hit it at a time where a bunch of like local business owners were wanting to perpetuate the idea of it being local like yes look what we have going on Grow local there was
1: i think that was that was the beginning 2013 2014 was when the grow local go local cc um Uh, Viva CC, all of these different things really started kicking in and it's just, it's grown from there because Corpus Christi is great Mm -hmm. and people just need to see that. Yeah.
0: Like accept it.
1: People. (laughs) It's just, it's happening. Yes.
0: So just, I think, I think, um, (laughs) they are starting to come around. There's still a few people who insist that there's nothing to do and that kind of thing
1: um well and that's that's just negative Nancy. Yeah, and you know what all we madness. have to do is just show them that you know no you can say oh there's nothing to do here well have you have you looked around you have you looked on the south side of town have you looked at central have you looked on the north side um there there are things coming and going constantly local businesses local events mm-hmm. i mean we have. We have so many opportunities for different things in and around Corpus Christi. It's unbelievable. Yeah. I, and people my wanting house, to make more. Yeah, my house has, has issues some weeks because I see so much happening that, you know, I don't ever stay home and clean. <laughs> and we go out and Ooh, do so much. I, I mean,
0: identify with that too much. I know.
1: <laughs> I think a lot of moms do. If you, if you know to, to, to go to the... Or just not even go. It's if you just... I, I don't know if it's, if it's because of the, the mom friends that I have or just friends in general, but we love going out and we love doing things and having experiences. Yes,
0: absolutely. And
1: between the local libraries, I mean, my, my, every Thursday we go out to Portland and we see Mr. Kippy. He is an amazing part of the Coastal Bend.
0: As you have never heard of him. Okay,
1: Mr. Kippy, is he? Oh my gosh. Oh, I'm going to show you some YouTube. Yes. Oh, you're going to get YouTubed out. He is hilarious. He does the CC seven days. He, um, he's, he's on KDT all the time. I do know who you're talking about. You probably, if you saw him, you probably would recognize him. Okay. But he, he just taught us about community leaders or not community leaders, community helpers. Mm -hmm. So CC or, or, you know, police officers, firemen, um, post office workers, um, garbage collectors, yes. uh, everything. I mean, it was just, it was all these different things. And I think next week or this Thursday is frogs. Okay. So we cannot miss that. Yeah. So Henry will be really mad with me <laughs> yeah, if I, so I miss that. Yeah, so this frogs. is something you take the kids to. Oh, yeah. Okay, see, so that is so well, But awesome it's also entertaining for us too, because watching the kids have a good time means I have a good time. I mean, exactly. Not, um, it wasn't this last Thursday, but then the, the Thursday before that, we, I mean, we were in Portland. So I, um... We did, we did Mr. Kippy and I was like, well, we're here. Let's just keep on going. So we went, we ended up driving out to um, Rockport, Mm -hmm. drove along the intercoastal and uh, all of a sudden I'm in Fulton. (laughs)
0: yeah but i mean checking it out uh
1: yeah i mean i just i kind of wanted to just take the ferry across and just so neil could experience the ferry but then all of a sudden i was like i was looking at all these beautiful houses and where all these people get to live and all the water and then we went over this other huge bridge apparently you go past rockport fulton there's another really big bridge Uh, yeah i think i've been there yeah it goes over um oh what bay is that Oh, shikes. I looked at it and I went to Goose Island. Okay. Okay. And we we not I have a park right? pass. Sorry. It's not Matagorda, right? It might be Matagorda. Okay. I think you're right. I think it is. Okay, it must be Matagorda. Mm-hmm. But we I mean, we, we I went over Matagorda and I was just going to turn around, but then I saw this this uh, state park sign that says uh, Goose Island and I'm I mean, that was the first thing we did um, here in Texas as a family was we got a family pass to state parks smart yes it's a, a yearly pass i think it was only a 100 bucks but i get in free to any park any ah, state park. i need to do this you got to i it. really do yeah i and, and it's totally worth it i mean I, I think all you have to do is visit three or four times and that pays for it okay yeah yeah exactly same the I mean, same that, thing as the aquarium yeah. you know um but we went out to goose island and we learned about um seaweed we saw hermit crabs we saw algae we saw seaweed growing i already said that uh, we saw fish jumping we saw this old guy who's living on social security he pulled in a 29 inch red wow out of the bay and he was like i'm done yeah <laughs> i was yeah. like yeah. a day. I'd, I'd, wow. be, I'd be done too we loaded up and went back and ate at charlotte plumber and um, you know, got to enjoy the local scene. Went over the ferry, and we saw dolphins. when we went on the ferry. How cool is that? And, and see, like you
0: were saying, like you prefer to to do something where you're having a memorable experience, exactly. And a good time, and that yeah, kind of I thing. spent a
1: butt ton on gas that day, but yeah. it was totally worth it. I mean, Neil still talks about going to that camp spot that we saw at Goose Island, and he wants to take his daddy to the place where we saw the fish, and and, and that's so cool. Yeah, so already and,
0: developing those memories. Yeah.
1: yeah, I mean, he's only what three and a half, almost four, but it's still this idea that he's remembering these things. Because yeah. it made an impression on there, me. well And there's memorable things to do in Corpus. And I yes. think that's what's so great. And just helping people realize that. I, um, I mean, Mustang Island State Park. Mm-hmm. That's another beautiful one. There's bird watching. Yes. We've got a pollinator garden Going. Oh, P.S. I'm a I'm the president of the Friends of Mustang Island State Park. Hell yeah! Check See, that. I didn't even know that. Add that on your it's list. It's not on here, but I'm going yeah. to. Okay,
0: so president of Friends of Mustang Island
1: State Park. State Park. Yeah. Okay, we've got. So what does that mean? So that's. Uh, it's the first year. It's our inaugural year. We're oh trying, wow! Yeah, we're trying to just um, you know just get the park some money and a little bit of cash flow, so that way if they need i mean silly little things they don't have to wait for governments yes oh we God. can we can help them uh, by giving them this funds is so and good. Say, here like we um they have this nice little garden that we've we're turning into a pollinator garden because it's about time for the monarchs to come back through mm-hmm. um, before they go south for winter mm-hmm. and go to mexico and be beautiful and 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 repopulate and whatever yeah um so we uh cleared out this area found all the local plants and uh, put in some hummingbird feeders, and are just trying to make it approachable again. Of course, there are snakes everywhere, so yeah. It's, I mean, you know, it's always a, a wildlife. I mean, exactly. Whatever, like, yeah, it's a, area. it's a national park. I mean, any. I mean, well, shoot, it's Corpus Christi in mm-hmm. general. We've got we've got a lot of snakes and, and uh, different creatures, exactly. Fire ants, bugs, and stuff. Mm-hmm. That, so we just had to be careful when we're trying to um, just revitalize this little this little spot. Uh, I think we've got a run coming up here on November Yeah, how did people 10th? find out about this? So you have a run coming up on November 10th.
0: Yes. So I'm, I hope that you're going to put it out there, because I've never yes. heard of this, and like you said, it's I the first we year. I think we're
1: We're in the process of getting our Facebook page up and running. Okay. Um, we're making sure we're uh, following all the rules for that. We're also waiting on our 501c3 mm-hmm. to finally go through, so that way we can...
0: Uh, are you a non Yes. Okay. Yeah. And I heard that in itself is work. Yeah. Becoming a nonprofit.
1: Well, any, um, any Friends of, are, they are nonprofits. Mm-hmm. So like Friends of Padre uh, Island, those guys, they're a nonprofit. profit most, most all parks have a friends group. And so s- strangely, Mustang Island has never had a friends group. So we, we're doing that. We actually, um, our first big thing that we're going to do is a vending machine. And not just any vending machine. This is a wood vending machine. So you want to have a little bonfire? Go to the vending machine. Yeah, what's up, Corpus Christi? So you can get your you get your wood and you can go have your bonfire. And guess what? This wood is prepackaged and already wrapped for you, and it it will. Follow all codes because you are not allowed to burn pallets on right, the beach. Right, because of the nails and all that. Exactly. Right? We just had a big beach clean. That's another thing. No, that that's, I what, that's what I knew yeah. about
0: that, so I want to bring that it's up. So this have, is well, an association with your brewery too. No, this is this. no,
1: this is completely separate from the brewery. No, this not, is not just the friends me. of. Oh yeah,
0: but the beach cleanup thing.
1: Oh yeah. So okay. that was yeah. We we've also done be, well. We had one with the friends group um, mm-hmm. last weekend on the sixth. The friends group hosted one, and of course Lazy Beach hosted one too. Mm-hmm. It was part of the Adopt a Beach. Uh, beach cleanup. Yes. We had Marl we started at Marl Marker 200 and went down to, uh, 199. Okay. It, so we only did, um, one portion of it and we collected way too much trash. Mm-hmm. We found a piece of metal, uh, a week before that, me and Alexis of the friends group, we went out just to just to see the beauty of the beach. And right. of course, the OCD that we both are had to start picking up trash because there was just way too much out there. Mm-hmm. And um, we found this piece of metal sticking out of the out of the the sand. And I thought, well, that's not safe. Mm-hmm. I can see why. I mean, it goes down so deep. You try and pull on it, and you can't get anything. Oh my well, gosh! Come to. Um, Jackie uh, Ambinder, who is my manager at Lazy Beach, was out there and she ran back home to get us a shovel and a rake. Well, we needed that shovel because we had to dig about three and a half feet deep in order to get this out. What was it? It was a door frame. What? It was a door. Once we got out the door frame, we then started finding all of the legs to, I guess, um, those chairs. You know, the the beach chairs Mm -hmm. and stuff. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think we pulled out three or four sets of beach chairs legs um and not not including all the nails wow so I don't know if the nails are possible screws from the door mm-hmm. or what but it was just it was fascinating to see this and we got it out yeah and I, I mean we could have I mean we, we still cleaned up a lot but I think just getting that one thing because I'm kidding you this was a trip it wasn't just a trip hazard it was just it was just horrid. It was like someone just decided to just let's go take this door out and burn it. Yes. Oh, it's not burning, so let's cover it up. Yes. I mean, three and a half feet down. Yeah. Brittany, I can't. I can't fathom what you were thinking. I've had. I've had hundreds of bonfires right. out there. No. I've a taken lot of Christmas have. trees. Yes. I love Christmas tree bonfires because mm-hmm. those things go up like, you know, like yeah. faster than you can imagine. Yes. And. I, I remember we did some pallet burns, and later on, thinking about it, when I would sit on the beach and, you know, pull out five or 600 nails just from sitting there digging through the sand, I wish I had never done those. Mm-hmm. Now I'm educated. Yes, so that's where, exactly.
0: That's the exa- thing. And
1: I think that's the biggest thing, and I wish that um, as an adopt beach I could put a wood vending machine there at J.P. Luby so people could use that instead of pallets, because... I mean, there's just so many nails on the beach. Yeah. And that's just tetanus waiting to happen. Yes. I did just get my tetanus shot because I had a kid. But. No, tetanus. Te- <laughs> there forget. is no joke. Yeah, I mean, no joke. People forget, forget how oh. bad
0: tetanus affects you. Yeah. I mean, it's like. I remember reading about it in science class in like high school. and Like mm-hmm. there's a picture of a man like writhing in pain, like his muscles are just like flexed cuz he's in that much pain. Like mm-hmm. I never forgot that. And I feel like tetanus
1: is such an easy thing to prevent. Like it is. Come on, people. Yeah. yeah. And this door I mean, it was just hanging out. <laughs> Literally. Just like and and but we got it, so hopefully that'll help somebody. From, oh, no from doubt about it. Yes, exactly.
0: And... I mean, even if you don't get tetanus, like the fact that it's a giant piece of metal sticking out like come on yeah i mean and you're on the beach and you the grounds and city as it is so yeah I mean. well and
1: with the way it was bent at the top i was just like it's like somebody saw it tried digging it out thought uh i can't do this bent it back bent it down and covered it with sand hoping that it would stay that way and and then of course you know with all these storms that we've had coming mm-hmm. through and pushing more sand out or pushing it up you know it's it resurfaced
0: yeah so no and it's a good thing you saw it of all people yeah you know, like
1: well and the fact that i adopted this part of beach i think that's i, I think that's the best happenstance and, yeah but any i think anybody who adopted a beach would have taken care of it yeah you know absolutely be, i mean that's it's not necessarily your 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 job but it's almost like it's almost shit that's no, not even that it's just anybody who goes to the beach and enjoys it yes it's i a would hope responsibility would feel this draw and mm-hmm. desire to get that thing out of the sand yeah I mean it's not the fact that I have kids it's the fact that I could just be walking along and you know blinded by the sunlight that's so freaking bright and realize oh shoot <laughs> I just tripped on this big metal thing and I yeah. cut off half my toe
0: yeah
1: you know? no, I mean, <laughs> like... and honestly that's, that's
0: probably like one of the better case scenarios right because yeah. it can cause like So much other damage. Or
1: somebody drive over and pop a tire, and then you're really stuck, because now you're on the sand changing a tire. And I don't know. So it's... Well, no, that's why
0: people like you... Moral obligation. doing this kind of thing. There it is. Yeah, like you, you have to feel a certain responsibility, and I can tell you do. Like you care about the community. You are such an integral part of the community with the fact that you're a business owner... Um, And I can tell that you take that very seriously. Because, Mm -hmm. I mean, I have a list of things here. Like, we talked a little bit about the Agape Ranch. Mm -hmm. Okay, local PBS. What's that?
1: Okay, the PBS station is KEDT. Right. It's our local um, radio station and uh, television broadcast. They are, I mean, they're a vital part of Corpus Christi. We um, have been a part of the Classic Brew fundraiser Mm -hmm. Every single year we have been in operation Mm -hmm. because um, not only is it an amazing event, but it's run by amazing people. The, um, I mean, PBS, NPR, all of those, all of those different, um, uh, yeah, organizations, they deserve to stay around Mm -hmm. because that's where your Dino Tiger is Mm -hmm. or Mr. Roger you know whoever whoever you saw growing up i mean yes. mr roger was an integral part of me growing up so many people now i'm watching daniel tiger mm-hmm. i love me some super why i love peg plus cat na 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 like this is it, it's 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 a part of our life because uh it's it, it is it's vital for young minds i love my nova yeah. i love the you know the what is all the other shows that they they put on um, it's just, it's what we need. Yeah. And of course, ours here locally, I'm going to support it. And especially through the classic brew, we do that. We've, we always give um, baskets for silent raffles. Um, whenever they do their big telethon type thing where you watch and there's all those different things on the green table, yeah. and the blue table and the orange table, we always give something for that too, to help them fundraise. Um, that's, That's always something that we do because it's, you know, it's a local, it's something local that we need, especially because they also give back to the community Mm -hmm. tenfold. Mm -hmm. I mean, whenever they open up their doors for their festival, the aquarium comes in and and has um, activities for kids. Um, They have uh, food trucks out there. There's Mr. Kippy's out there. Um, They have different characters, the PBS characters come out. They have all sorts of crafts. Uh, The libraries are out there um, giving... Or helping you, ooh, excuse me, helping you sign up for, um, oh, what is that thing that you get at the library, the little thing that helps you check out? Uh,
0: library, library cards. Card. <laughs> library card.
1: Yeah, you can sign up for a library card, because that's, you know, so important. Yeah. Um, no, it
0: is. Library, libraries are important.
1: They really are. Yeah. So, you know, it's just this idea that, you know, without them, we don't have those resources so i want i want those resources to stay especially because my uh, henry be mad he loves his super why yeah his Uh, (laughs) point no but
0: i like that you're thinking in terms of your kids and like future kids Mm -hmm. and like that kind of thing um yeah and especially just how beneficial it is to the community because you're seeing how much benefit your family's getting from it so you want to like share it well, yeah, I mean, that's that's
1: only what we see from it. I mean, they still do things that I don't even benefit from right. as far as, you know, local or- organizations and stuff like that. Like Agape Ranch. I don't see any benefit from, from benefiting them. Mm-hmm. Because I'm not a foster family, I'm not uh, yeah I'm not looking what to that adopt. Is. So Agape Ranch, they are um, trying to fundraise in order to build their actual ranch, which is going to be for um, adoption and uh, for fostered children and stuff like that. Their main purpose is to keep those kids together, like siblings. Yes, yeah, oh, exactly. I love that because that always broke my heart. Oh man, and just hearing about it. Oh, always. I mean, my uncle in New Mexico, he has a family of five. And they're all siblings. I mean, I, I'm the youngest is, oh my gosh, she's gonna kill me when I call him way too young. Probably, I think he's eight. Mm-hmm. He's probably older than that. I'm sorry. And then, um, the oldest I believe is a sophomore, junior in high school. So they and, and they're they're all siblings, and keeping them all together and is so extremely difficult in the system. And so difficult. Agape Ranch helps provide care for families and uh, take care of you know, take care of taking care of those needs to keep these kids together because being able to adopt is such a blessing. Yeah. Um, you know, opening your opening your home and your and giving your love to somebody is, you know, it's it's really rough because at any moment that kid can be taken from you by the original parent. They can mm. say, Okay, I'm ready to be a parent again. Really? Oh yeah. What? It's it's you're right. You are the parent. Uh, that makes sense. Uh, unless you have legally adopted that child, ah, you they that's can right, still we're come back about fostering, not yes, fostering. Yes, fostering. Yes, got it. Through fostering, they yes. can they can still be taken back to their original home. Mm-hmm. So um, interesting. It's really rough on those on those people, and of course they still need resources to be able to foster. And, you know, all of a sudden, oh, by the way, um, there's a baby that's gonna you're gonna be adopting or you're not adopting that you're gonna be foster caring here at two o'clock today. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden you're scrambling. You've got to get a bed. You've got to get clothes. You've got to get all the food and things that you need. How old is the baby? Do you know? Do you get to know? Is it a newborn? Is it two? Is it five? You know? Is it twelve? Yeah. And, and and you know it's it's a huge, I mean it's it's a huge responsibility. And these I, I really appreciate these people. My cousin uh, Jason is actually a, a part of it, and he's fostered some kids. And wow. I just I I am a complete adoration of these people because they they deserve the help they are doing something that certain people would not do for these kids yes so somebody needs to stand up and be the advocate for these children and agape ranch is helping support these people by letting, by helping them do that. Right. And the thing so, is, is,
0: I had never even heard of this organization until I started looking mm-hmm. into what you were supporting. It's one of many. In that kind of yeah.
1: It's one of many in Corpus. We've mm. got, I think we've got three or four different agencies here in Corpus Christi that help with adoption foster agent as a foster agency and stuff like that. Okay. So Goppy Ranch is only one, um, uh, i drawing blanks at all the others I should have Googled and, and, and given all of them You're their own know, shout no, because whoever's
0: but, listening to this and is interested can just look it up, and then I'm yeah, sure it'll come Yeah, it's up. the
1: beauty of Google. Yes, but that's what,
0: <laughs> that's what I'm saying is that if I hadn't have looked into you and seen... Everything that you do, I would never have known that this was a thing. And I would Mm -hmm. still keep thinking, like, why isn't there something in place to like attempt to keep these siblings together during situations like this? And it turns out there is, and people like you know about it and people like you support it.
1: Yeah, we raised $93,000 that night. What? Yeah. Wow. Oh my gosh. That's incredible. When When I finally heard that number, I was. Lord. Yeah. I mean I knew I knew we I, I knew we did something, but I didn't realize how much we did. Like yeah. that was that just made my heart soar.
0: Yeah, I mean because y'all did your job. Like yeah. y'all did y'all set out. Not to gonna do lie, something. we had
1: too much fun. Yeah. And I mean, that's I think that's the best part is that's a win, is, is it's it's more than a win. It's it's this idea that we're helping something, we're having fun while doing it because that's what it's all about. And not only us having fun, but everyone gets to have fun now because everyone, yeah, because yeah, yeah. you know, like, hey, we have
0: this funding now, like, let's breathe it a little bit easier, exactly. And I mean, and there's continually people like you are going to assist in any way you can. Oh, yeah. So I mean, you know, it's good to know, like, they you that you have support, mm-hmm. meaning them, yes. And so that's uh, really freaking cool. And ninety three Gs is like. Yeah, I can't even fathom that, especially in a fundraiser. Like you rarely like, hear about that. That's
1: my house. Yeah, pretty
0: much. <laughs> I was like, pretty here, much.
1: Here, just take my house, guys. After the down payment.
0: But oh. so you also do okay. Mops. Mm-hmm. FBOCC, and I know you want to talk a little bit about
1: that. Just a little bit. Uh, it's the Mothers of Preschoolers. Uh, this is a um, a very not a hundred percent religious driven, but it is. It's this idea that we want to bring moms together. And let them know that they are loved. and the number one person that loves them is Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. So um, that's not necessarily the number one mission. The number one mission is just to get moms um, just to get moms together and be moms. Mm-hmm. You know, if, if they do end up finding Christ through this amazing fellowship, that's fantastic. Otherwise, it's um, it's still an outlet for us. We get to drop off our kids to daycare to their to their little room. They have fun. They make little crafts and they get to enjoy their little buddies. And then we get to go to a separate building. We get to sit down, drink our hot coffee, <laughs> eat a hot meal, without little hands and fingers prodding the food, pulling on us, mm-hmm. constantly screaming. Not not having to worry. I mean, it's not. It's not necessarily something that, I mean, I could live without moms, but now that I know it's there, I can't. Mm-hmm. I can't live without these women. They they fill you. They fill your cup because that's. I mean, as a mom, that's already something that we we naturally uh, we naturally do. We we fill others' cups, mm-hmm. and sometimes we forget to fill our own. Yes. Some of us have it down and can do both at the same time. Where others Need a little extra help. Of course. Mops is that. Yeah. For me, especially. No, that is wonderful to hear because it's so
0: true. And I feel like it's not talked about too, too much with Mm -hmm. the fact that sometimes moms just need to be around other moms Yes. and, you know, whatever, unwind and you know that they can relate for the most part and you're, you're in good company. You're with peers. And
1: it's, and it's, and it's fantastic too, because we don't talk, I mean, we talk about different aspects of our lives. We're all at different stages, and yet we've all been in the same stage before. Mm -hmm. So we can help support one another when we're feeling down. We can help support each other when your toddler has been driving you insane for three days straight because they won't eat this, they won't eat that, and then they finally calm down because you give them a fruit snack. (laughs) And you know what? No one's going to judge you because we understand. We've been there as a mom. And I think that's what's so fantastic. And this year's theme is... um, Oh my goodness gracious, it's, um, <laughs> Valerie even, she asked me, what's the, what's the theme? Just cause we just had a, we just had a meeting on Friday and I was like, uh, duh, it's this find your fire. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> I know you would remember. <laughs> of course amazing. I would just kind of smack me upside the head too, but it's finding your fire. And for us, I mean, it's, it's talking about, you know, what is your fire? Are you kindling it? Are you taking care of it? Or are you not? Mm-hmm. And with, these, with, this, with this group, we are finding that fire, kindling it, getting rid of the parts that diminish that fire. So that way your fire can burn brighter and you feel better and you can be a better mom, you can be a better person, you can be whatever you want to be because your fire is well stoked. Yes.
0: What's so important and people think oh. like thinking about yourself in that kind of way is like you're doing a disservice to others like your family or whatever and like they couldn't be further from the truth
1: exactly and you can't and you can't diminish yourself and think that either because you have to be a bright fire i i mean moms are the are the light of the household mm-hmm. we keep everything together most of us also some of them even work all the time and some of us have to be mom 24 7 and work yes. and do this and yes. cook and clean some of us are lucky and we don't have to cook because our hubby's clean but you still have to cook or you still have to clean or or maybe you're lucky and you have somebody to clean up the house for you uh, i mean it's it all it all varies because we're all moms and we all deal with it in different ways yes but you still are the mom mm-hmm. you still have to take care of that mm-hmm. and a and that's the best part about MOPS is we we help each other and we and we and we do that we we create that fire and and this year is just it's even more fun for me because I'm a part of leadership and I really love I love being a part of leadership and I love welcoming and and being being there for all these ladies and trying to remember all their names yeah I mean, we got 50 56 oh, wow. women in the group yeah and we've got even more on a waiting list and it's almost it and I know there's also a Yorktown MOPS group too. So it makes me wonder. I'm like, man, is there going to be a third mops group here in Corpus Christi? Because I'm sure. With all the moms on the waiting list, I'd be fantastic if we could start another group yeah. too. Because every mom, in my mind, if you have a kid like five and under, I think you deserve this. Yeah,
0: you need that support and that, yeah. uh, someone to tell you, like, it's okay. We've yeah. been there, we've experienced it, just like you said.
1: Exactly. And don't expect to be perfect because nobody's perfect. There's only one person who's perfect. Yeah, exactly. And they ain't here no more. Yeah. <laughs> so you can strive for that, but know that it is not acquirable and we are here to help you and let you know it's okay. I love that
0: <laughs> so much. And I'm glad you, you talked about that uh, actually in depth because you really helped me understand how important it is. Mm-hmm. Um but i mean i'm you have blown my mind cuz i'm sure we've just barely touched on everything that it is you do for the community and uh, everything you're continuing to do for the community and just growing things I mean with your inaugural year for the uh, Friends of Mustang Island and, yeah. and uh, I mean what y'all are doing with the brewery and through the brewery giving back to the community and what you're doing as an individual you're just such an inspiration okay. and I just want to thank you so much for being here and doing this with me especially after a super long day
1: hey it's all good yeah so just no, it's, it's thank you thank you for being
0: here and of just course. I can't wait to see what else you do
1: so oh, we're gonna stop really I want to keep yeah. going <laughs> yeah. I'm ready it. On. Make it a two-parter make it a two-parter. <laughs> you know, I might actually. Well why not? Yeah. <laughs>